Hey, hi, hello, how are you? <laughs> and welcome back to Watch It Again, the podcast where we go through 101 movies to save before you die. <laughs> As, As always. always, I'm your host, Kat, and joining me this week are... I'm Jacob. I'm Nick. And I'm James. Oh, well no, done, that's Kat. just taken... <laughs> Smooth. What an opening. I was trying so hard not to laugh, but that just didn't work. Trying so hard you not to laugh? Succeeded very well. <laughs> Does anyone want to interject? No, no, no okay. you have to do the spiel. You have to All continue right. what happens. Kat, so what are we watching this week? This week, it's my turn to report. So I chose Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo. Oh, yeah, that's the movie I watched. <laughs> I also oh, did no, watch I a forgot. thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Nick's uh, back too. Yeah, yes, Nick's back. Hooray. Welcome back. Woo. We're in the same room for the first time in what? Three months. months? No, wait, were we were we all together for the special? I wasn't there. No, I was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's been genuinely... While well, Kat starts her thing, I'm going to find out what the last episode we were together was. Anyway, welcome okay. back, Nick. Good to be here. Thanks for letting us in your home. Oh, that's <laughs> all right. For those listening at home, we're recording in my apartment today. Yes. Tonight? Because none of us want to drive to the Central Coast, which yeah. is fair. Yeah. Were we together for Pulp Fiction? <laughs> now that I have to do it, it's no. not okay. No? No, we weren't. That was and we weren't together for Taxi Driver? Nope. Goodwill Hunting? No. No. I recall. Wait, maybe? Yes. Uh, yes. Goodwill Hunting might have been the last one that we were together for. That was the 21st of August. <laughs> That's were we together time. for that? Was Cat on distance for that one? No. I think we were together. Yeah, because that would be... Cause it's either yeah, we that were, we were or Return of the King. No, we were all in your home for good. No, we, we weren't together okay. for Return of the King. Yes, we were. No, because I thought I had coronavirus. So. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Goodwill Hunting Poor on the Nick. 21st of August was the last time that we were all I, together. I, I, I am worried oh. about how interesting this is for people that aren't us. Yes, sorry. <laughs> yeah, considering we've anyway. tried so hard to make it like we were together. Yes, and every, yeah. anyway, sorry. Let's just, we're two and a bit minutes in. Can't just go for it. Okay, so this week we watched Vertigo. Um, yes. So it's an American psychological thriller film re- released in 1958 um, and it's generally considered one of Alfred Hitchcock's better movies, a bit more complex, just generally revered. Because we've had Strangers on a Train, Psycho. Psycho. Is that it? Yeah, I think there might be one more on the list, but I I cannot remember. Oh, is it North by Northwest? Did he do that? I don't think that's on the rest of the list unless you guys have already done it. I'm not sure. I think it is. We haven't. Maybe I'm just thinking. I don't know. Anyway. We'll get to it. Mm. Anyway. So, yeah, um, although it was kind of not – very well received upon first. That's a very common theme the last couple yeah. of weeks. Just most. What? Most good things. Anyway. Okay, don't not going to finish that no, sentence. No, don't worry. Okay. Not very well received. This is why yeah. I'm the host. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't very well received, but it's now commonly ranked to one among uh, the greatest movies ever made. Um, the story was based on the 1954 novel. Uh, I'm probably going to fuck this up, so I can't really do a French accent, so just bear with me. The 1954 novel D'Entre les Morts. Um, Close enough. <laughs> which translates to From Among the Dead. Um, and the screenplay was written by Alec Koppel and Samuel A. Taylor. Um, the film was shot on location in San Francisco, and at Paramount Studios in Hollywood. It's the first film to use the dolly zoom, 
which I will talk a bit more about later. I thought I recognised that from uh, communications degree. Yep. <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, damn, that looks good. That's, like, that's yeah. a good dollar. And I was like, yeah. didn't but even click to me. That's this, the first one the ever. <laughs> the. But I was like, damn, that looks good. <laughs> so we'll talk about a bit. Talk about that a bit more later. I've got a little bit more on it. Um, and what am I, where am I up to? Yeah, um, it had a budget of about two and a half million and grossed about seven and a half million, which isn't too bad for a film that people didn't that really that like wasn't at well the received. time. Yeah, yeah. tripled. Yeah, that's tripled the budget. Not bad at yeah. all. That's, that's enough good. for a sequel. That is. <laughs> I mean. Vertigo 2. What happens next? I mean, Psycho 2 worked, so we don't know. But then there was three and was there four? There's like six or something, isn't there? I think there's four. I think there's four, a pilot for a series and then the actual series. I had no knowledge there was any more than one. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah, because you weren't with us then. He wasn't a a staple. Psycho Psycho 2 is so good. I'm like that's Nick was obsessed you, with it. No, like <laughs> you're, looking, you're looking at me it. like I'm joking. It's like it's actually really good. It's like just okay. as good as the first one. Nick talked it up for like a solid like ten minutes in that episode. <laughs> yeah, it was like, definitely. and then this happens, and this happens, <laughs> and like <laughs> this. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. That was a gruesome murder or something. That yeah. Oh um, yeah. Do, do, you, do you want to know? Sure. Uh, do you, do you do you want to know? We ooh, might ooh. need to cut this out. But that's time. Um, it did come out in the last three months, so we've got to. Okay, okay, so it came out in the 80s when, like, super violent slashes are a thing, and a woman gets stabbed in the mouth, and the knife, like, comes out of throat, and it looks horrible because it's 80s. 80s. And it's the psycho sequel, so, like, there's not much money involved. Yeah. 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 It's in colour, though, so, like. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, Kat, back to yes, you. Yes, back to yes. Okay. okay, back to our other Alfred Hitchcock film. Um, I might just run through the plot a little. Sure. So, the film opens with the Universal logo, which I thought was so bizarre. I think that's just our copy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I was thinking, probably, you mean the probably one we not. bought on DVD? <laughs> yeah, the, the copy that I gave you all to borrow to watch individually and we shared it, but like... I think that's just like the Blu-ray version has that on it because like that's the new Universal like thing, not 1958 Universal. Yeah, because it when came it comes up, up with like, and I was like, Whoa. this is very modern. <laughs> no, it's the, yeah, it's just like the Blu-ray version. It's like the actual one's the first Paramount. Um, yeah, yeah. And then that came says, up and yeah. I was like, no, this is that's the right That's the real one. start. Yeah. yeah. Mystery solved. Um, okay. So the film opens with two policemen chasing someone across rooftops one of the policemen slips and falls, holding onto the roof's gutter, and the other policeman, while attempting to help him, falls to his death. I didn't realise that, like, he, someone was going to die. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I was like, oh, my God, that gutter, it's going to leak now. They're making yeah. a joke. I was like, oh, my God, that man is dead. <laughs> and Lewis was like, you are a horrible person. <laughs> yeah, straight away. It's yeah. just, like, straight in the action. I love that. Like, yeah, I, no, I, I loved like, it too. And the like the vi- like the effect of that dude falling, yeah, yeah. so what good. amazing? I mean, what? Yeah, <laughs> but there's like a solid like cut. He's falling, and there's a visible cut to him on the ground. It's like <laughs> he's almost there, and oh, he's splattered. <laughs> yeah, but hey, look, pretty good for 1958. 
Yeah, I don't know what's the, what, how, how he thought he was going to help the other guy. Like you're on, yeah, he's like sliding roof. down. He's like, grab my head yeah. with no. nothing, nothing to lean on. It's like <laughs> no. you grab my head, and then they both just go yeah, exactly. Off, you know? Like what do you do? Yeah. Moral of the story: Don't go back for your friends. Yes. Yeah, that is. Just it. keep Leave going. Yep. Or just like move a roof tile and grab the beam on the inside. Do, um, we don't see how the main character gets gets out of that situation, do we? I no. assume someone. I don't know. But then also, why was he in a brace and had a cane? Because he didn't exactly hit the ground. Well, maybe he he got whiplash from... If you were hanging on to a gutter, he'd put some sort of strain on your back. I don't know. It's just like, huh. Maybe maybe they they maybe he fell and landed on the other guy and he was fine. (laughs) (laughs) So horrible. (laughs) poor guy. Okay. Anyway, press the button. Press the button. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I think that was a pretty good opening to like probably one of the best openings I've seen in the movies that we've watched. Yeah, it's like like yeah. especially old ones. Yeah. It's yeah, like really just action like sequence straight, straight off the bat. Mm. So good. Um, so a little while later, we uh, discover that the policeman, um, John Scotty Ferguson, who's played by James Stewart, has retired from his job due to fear of heights and vertigo. Um, did any of you know that vertigo actually wasn't fear of heights? I did. I, I, oh, I still yeah. did not up until now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, James. Yeah. What, so, what's so, vertigo? so vertigo is like disorientation and like a feeling of the world spinning, whereas acrophobia is fear of heights. Okay. Mm. So he has acrophobia and vertigo. A couple right. of weeks ago, I did see someone like do an Instagram story of them in bed and they're like, oh, I've had vertigo for like the last couple yeah. of days. And I was like... <laughs> Vertigo. Yeah. You're in your bed. It's not that high. I get vertigo. I get it so bad. I have to like lie in bed and put one foot on the floor so I like can orientate myself. Oh. So I I've, sl- I've had it before where it's like, and the room does like a, like it spins. So like yeah. in your eyesight, like it'll go like left to right, left to right, left to right. Like this room is like moving back to yeah. forth. So it's like you're looking left to right and really quickly, like but you, you can't shut your stop eyes, it. Yeah. Just like you can feel it. Yeah. It's not it's fun. Not Yuck. a pleasant experience. Not fun at all. I haven't had it for like 10 years, so that's a bonus, but yeah, it's scary. So yeah, this so movie. Maybe you're due for it. Oh, f- <laughs> you're going to jinx yourself now. <laughs> Car ride home. <laughs> Boom. Just going down the stairs <laughs> on the way out here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway. Um, so he's got acrophobia and vertigo, and he tries to kind of get over his fear by climbing up a stepladder. Um, that was but, like good. Pardon? Like that was a, like that sounded like solid reasoning that he had for that. Like just yeah. slowly yeah. incrementing height. And but then, then he just kept going, and I was like, "Mate, just he was fine steps. until he, he looked out, out the window. window. He looked out the window and saw all the way down to the street. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 um him falling into the lady's arms and and like just looking so sad and full. I don't maybe I'm a bad person, but I laughed really. Yeah, hard. I did because. Yeah. <laughs> Like he started like falling and loose was like, Oh my God, he's falling backwards. And I was like, Oh, and then he just lands in her arms very gracefully because if he stepped off the first step and I was like, which he probably has, yeah. she should be crushed. Yeah. I did say that. And I was like, oh, like, strong, how did he not, yeah, woman. how did he not fall from like up there? Like he just kind of fell from right next. Like he was yeah. so hot. Yeah. <laughs> he should um, just squished her on the floor. <laughs> so that lady is his ex fiance and she's also an underwear designer. And her name is Midge Wood. Um, and so she says that another severe emotional shock might be the only cure 
his vertigo and acrophobia. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Just setting up something for later. Hint, hint. <laughs> so Gavin Elster, an old acquaintance from college, asks Scotty to follow his wife, Madeline, claiming that her mental state was abnormal and could put her in danger. Um, so basically he's like... Um, what? So can we just talk about how wild that sentence is? <laughs> So it's like, oh, her mental state, like she could be putting herself in danger. You should follow her around. <laughs> it's like, maybe you just like, I know he's like, oh, I don't want to take her to a doctor yet, but like you maybe do just that. do <laughs> because like instead of hiring someone to follow her and to watch her movements and see why she drives 92 miles a day, maybe just be like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> Jacob. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like there's something else going on. I mean, like a stable relationship. Like <laughs> some sort of A stable relationship with strong mental health care in the 1950s. I'm sorry. You're, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> don't put my modern standards on these things. Hire a friend, a stalker. It's the first <laughs> Step one, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Kat. That's okay. Um... So Scotty reluctantly agrees and follows Madeline to a florist where oh, she yeah. buys a bouquet. Reluctantly. <laughs> to the Mission San Francisco de Assis and the grave of one of the grave of um, Carlotta Valdez um, and to the Legion of Honor Art Museum, where she gazes at the portrait of Carlotta. Um, Clicking in my ears of the table. I thought, what is that? <laughs> um, so he watches her enter the McKittrick Hotel, but upon investigation, she does not seem to be there. How did she get out? Probably the back door. But, like, there's the central staircase that they climb. How did she get down the stairs? Maybe there's a fire escape. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, <laughs> she just disappeared. There'd be more than one staircase yeah. in a hotel. This is wild. <laughs> Um, so a local historian explains that Colotta Valdez committed suicide. She'd been the mistress of a wealthy married man and bore his child. The otherwise childless man kept the child and cast Colotta aside. Gavin reveals Colotta, who he fears is possessing Madeline, hence the abnormal mental state, um, is Madeline's great-grandmother. Although Madeline has no knowledge of this and does not remember the places she's visited. Scotty tails Madeline to Fort Point and when she leaps into the bay, he rescues her, which was the worst rescue scene I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> she was not drowning. She was just... chilling in a swimming pool. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, it's like all the shots were, like, next to the bay. Yeah. And it's, like, a beautiful blue water. <laughs> and it goes to that and it's, like, that water is now green and heavily chlorinated. Yeah. Um, is that just a thing? Like, are we overestimating how many people can swim? Because we're Australian. Because we're Australian, and we like, if you can't swim, then you're fucked. Yeah, My so grandmother like, can't so swim. She never was, was never taught as a kid. Yeah, really? so, yeah. So is it like a old thing, or is it like a? I think it's a time thing more old. than geographic. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, a lot. I think it's, yeah, because like uh, like, like heaps of people. Like I, that she was a girl, and like the. Like and the I young girl in the forties just like wasn't a taught. Heavy dress, so yeah, yeah, interesting. And then the creepiest thing, like one of the creepiest things of the movie follows. Can I just jump in before that? Yes. Um, other, I've watched Psycho a few years ago, but other than that, I've only seen this and Strangers on a Train from Hitchcock, mm. and they both heavily feature like 
long stalking montages about 20 minutes into the film. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I, I, right. I, know, I just feel like that's his thing. This one, at least compared to Strangers on a Train, was like, there was like, you kind of, information was revealed along it. Yeah. Where in, in that one, it was just kind of like showing that the guy was creepy. Yeah. I think like Hitchcock in general just didn't really well he didn't treat his female actors very well like mm. at all and i think he was just a bit misogynistic bit of a sodge just well, as yeah. i was telling you before we started recording waiting for them about we're talking about hitchcock's the birds mm-hmm. and how you obviously can't like train That's birds to I'm attack people the so there's like heaps of shots of just like Birds flying around and then fake birds coming through a window, but there's a scene where Hitchcock actually threw a real bird at the leading <laughs> actress. So it attacked her. Like it's just like action and he threw a bird at a woman. Oh my God, Not a great guy. Yeah, yeah. Like the fool just threw a bird at someone. Like that's what? wild. Not ideal. Sorry, I'm just putting on a jumper. She's <laughs> a bit chilly. What's that? What scene was that? I feel like I've probably seen it. Oh, it's, it's like one of like the like, close-ups of her. I think it like comes like through a d- window or something in a bathroom, yeah. or I don't know the exact shot. But like, if I watched the movie, I'd be like, I'd be like it's that shot, <laughs> but off my head. It's just a close-up shot of her with a bird, but it's like a real actual bird attacking mm-hmm. her. So yeah. yeah. Oh, and I just sorry, just to get one more note in while yeah. while we're talking about that part of the movie, the line from the old lady in the hotel where he's like, "Oh yeah, she's a sweet girl, sweet name, foreign but sweet." I, <laughs> yeah, Madeline. I just, I just yeah. lost my mind at that. Yeah, like just, you can tell Madeline. this is 1950s. Yeah. Yeah. Madeline is a, such a foreign name. Bloody, I don't know what that voice was. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. So yeah, he rescues her from the bay. Takes her to his home. It's been so fucked, man. Undresses her while she's unconscious, puts her to bed, hangs up all the clothes in his kitchen, and then just waits for her to wake up. But also, like, when she wakes up, she's kind of like, questions like, I'm naked, but that's fine. No, it's not. I would have been freaking out. I would have, like, climbed out a window and tried to get out of there. Like, well... You've got to, I mean, you've got to remember when, when we get the context that she does remember all this. Mm. She's just pretending not to. True. Yeah, but she still, she doesn't, she, she did still pass out and wake up then. Like she, she remembers though? jumping in, but I think she still was like. She was still unconscious yeah. when he like. Oh, yeah, true. Put her in the Because he was like full shaking her and she did not respond. Yeah. yeah. So, like, she definitely probably doesn't yeah. remember getting undressed. But then I guess she's just like, I know he's following me. Because Still, also, like, it's fucking creepy. When he's, like, in that, like, montage sequence, like, that you mentioned, James, like, the stalking sequence. Mm. How does she not know he's following? Well, that's something, like, we, well, does she not know, though? Well, spoilers for later, but she does. <laughs> but at this yeah. point, it's assumed that she doesn't. Yeah. But, like, obviously, then when we find out that she does know, it's sort of like, okay, because, like, You'd fucking notice that. It's a bit yeah. obvious. Sometimes. The same blue car is everywhere you go, yeah. and the same man in the same brown suit with a brown hat is everywhere. Like she would have opened that hotel window and be like, "Oh, look, here he is!" <laughs> like she looks straight at him. <laughs> is that like the like the real like real plain clothes of that day? Like, oh, he's just another brown man. Like, I think so. Every, yeah, yeah, everyone's just in suits and hats. Yeah, yeah. Like, even like, everyone in the background is all the time. Maybe sick. Be so hot, man. Yeah, yeah. Like anytime I dress up in like a three piece suit for like a wedding or something, it's just like, fuck, this is hot. How does people wear these? Pain how did people beauty. wear these in like? Pain is beauty, Jacob. But how do people wear these like in like 
the summer every day just to go to the, like this, you know. Go to the shops. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just to go anywhere, like, fuck. Yep. This is coming from someone that, as everyone that, anyone that listens knows me, wears shorts and a t-shirt and thongs all year. (laughs) It'll be five degrees outside and I'll be dressed the same as if it's 40 degrees outside. Can attest to that. (laughs) I've seen him in winter. It's a scary sight. (laughs) It makes you cold just looking at me, but I'm fine. We walked outside once and it was what, like seven degrees or something. Can you just, yeah. Oh, probably. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Ridiculous. Anyway. Going back to Creepy McGee. So they just like have a chat and then she, he goes and does, what does he do? He does something and then, oh, he gets a phone call. Come and sit by the fire. I've got you some cushions. (laughs) And then um, basically forces some coffee on her. I think it'd be less creepy if he just left her clothes on the ground. Like, or I just think, not like, undress her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that too. But, like, seeing, like, all that stuff meticulously, like, hung up and, like, mm. like hey, you want a coffee? That's, like, serial killer but Yeah, shit. also, like, like don't drink yeah. the drink. No. This is, like, yeah. rule one. Don't accept foreign liquids from a weird man that's just left you unconscious in his bed naked. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Kat, I, I suppose her clothes are soaked, so maybe oh, doesn't want okay. to get. Oh, like well, yeah, I think there's like hi- hypothermia. He might. No, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely didn't. You can see it hanging in the kitchen. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah. So <laughs> he goes to the phone and so Madeline gross. leaves. Yep. And he walks out and he's like, "Oh, she's gone." And then, so the next day he follows her again um, and they meet and spend the day together. Yeah, because doesn't she go to? He follows her. To his house. Yeah. And he like pulls up with her. Oh, fuck. This is my house. Like, did you not realize you're about to go down your own street? <laughs> like, oh. And then he pulls up and like her car is perfectly parked in the lines. And he just pulls up at a complete opposite angle to her across like three car spaces. <laughs> and I was like, you're a prick. <laughs> <laughs> but also the night before the cars are all parked like parallel to the curb and then in the morning the lines are like at like a 45 degree angle and I'm like it's a lot of pricks yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone's fucking like, like this a dickhead in this street no <laughs> uh, yeah okay just me noticing cars parked and I'm sorry it's a good observation it just clicked uh, in my brain I was like hang on a minute <laughs> yeah anyway sorry cat so they drive around a bit um and they go out to Cypress Point on 17 mile drive. Sorry. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> where this is a direct quote from Wikipedia where Madeline runs down towards the ocean, Scotty grabs her, and they embrace. It's so weird, man. It's so yeah. fucking weird. Yep. Wiki- anyway. Wiki- the Wikipedia description sounds very cute. Yeah, compared to. The Whereas, like in product. the movie, it's like he. Viciously grabs yeah. her by like the arm. I feel like on several he, occasions, everything he does is either forceful or vicious, just like a form of subtle attack. Especially like later on, he becomes very scary. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I don't like this guy. No, he's not. I think like I think that's one of the reasons too that Hitchcock wanted to cast James Stewart because he was like kind of known as the like all-American father figure kind of actor and he wanted someone like that so you wouldn't suspect that he was such a psycho. But it's like earlier on, like the his ex-fiancé and she's like still in love with him and it's just like... 
Just go and, and be with her. And he didn't even remember that they were engaged. Yeah, it's like, just go and be with her and don't be a dickhead to this woman. Like, just don't get involved in this whole thing. Just go and be with the underwear designer and but, just live a happy life, but man. But Jacob, he's in love with her. He spent... Yeah, but he hadn't he met her yet. She was like... He spent three hours stalking her. He's in love with her. Yeah, but like before that, like right at the start, before he accepted like the following, it's just like, she's just like, oh. no. How would you not know? So basically they hang out a bit more um, and the following day Madeline visits Scotty and recounts a nightmare um, and Scotty identifies the setting as Mission San Juan Batista, the childhood home of Carlotta. He drives her there and they express their love for each other. So they're in love after three days. Mm-hmm. No, standard. three days for her, five days for him. Because <laughs> he followed around for two. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a two-day head start on the love and <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> Please don't phrase it like that. You're disgusting, Jacob. Oh, I'm sorry. Continue, anyway. Kat. Fucking hell, I'm sorry. So, so yeah, they, they're in love now. Yep. Um, then Madeline suddenly runs into the church and up the bell tower. Scotty um, doesn't because he's got acrophobia, so he doesn't. Like to kind of tries. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then we get the cool vertigo shot, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so he's like halfway up the stairs by a window and then he suddenly sees Madeline plunge to her death. Suddenly the door shuts. And it's like one, two, scream, four. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty good. Sorry, uh, you, yeah, you came no, in with scream <laughs> too early. Yeah, But like... like <laughs> So, like, me and Lucy were watching this last night and, like, get to that bit and you see it squeal and, like, oh, and then she falls fast and Lucy's just in the middle and went, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, can you rewind that? Like, you find that again. So I went back and we watched it a second time. I was like, yep. no, 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 yeah, she she, she <laughs> came past the window. That's it. Um, fuck. <laughs> what was I going to say? Sorry. Um, oh, so that is actually the ending of the original book. Um, but oh. Hitchcock wanted to put it in the middle of the movie so that it would kind of like set up the rest of the movie. Wait, so so what? So in the book, I am fairly certain that the two kind of like story storylines, like you know what I'm talking about, yeah. the first part and the second part, kind of play out side by side, and that's where it ends in the book. Right. Does that make okay. sense? Oh, so you. Anyway, what? I, I get it. I think I get it. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no one listening has watched it. Hasn't watched this movie. Is like second story part. What? We'll get to it. Strap you. Strap yourselves strap in, kids. Strap yourself. Shit's in. about to get weird. So basically, that's halfway through the movie. Um. Not, I could say it's part. Though. It's two hours. This is like an hour twenty-five an, in. No, it's an hour and eighteen. Hour I eighteen. Stopped sorry. It at 18, ah, there we go. And then there's an hour and eight minutes left. Yeah, because it's like. It's a long movie, but yeah. it, it's good. It flows along pretty quick. Like I, I paused it after what I felt was like seven scenes. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be like 40 minutes in and I'm an hour and a bit. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. That bit where like you just mentioned where like the Wikipedia thing, like he runs, she runs down to the water and he runs after and like embraces her. That's when I read the plot because I was like, where the fuck is this movie? Because yeah. like, like, I was like, one of the ones like, I'll just read ahead. I'm like, where the fuck is this going? Like what is going? Because at that point I'm like, Okay, he's fired to follow her. Now they're like doing this weird thing together, 
And then what's the husband's just like, this dude's like trying to steal his wife. Like, what? And then I read the plot and like the rest of it. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, he still fucking Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And it says, okay, um, this is insanity of like, that's where this movie's going. And okay. I was never expecting that. Should we, should we go to where oh, that yeah. movie's going? Oh, yeah. Okay. So. So the death, Madeline's death is declared a suicide. Um, that weird little court thing that just kind of yeah. popped out of nowhere and then disappeared. And I was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. I feel so bad for him. They're all just like, but this dickhead, because he's scared of heights medically, just couldn't do anything. <laughs> and for the second time, in his, uh, his actions unfortunately left to someone falling to their death. And it's like the jury, like the six dudes, like you can go deliberate if you want. And they just stand up, right, nah. get in a little huddle. Five seconds later, sit back down. She yeah, herself. it was a suicide. Don't worry about it. Move on. It's like, <laughs> oh, we knew th- Cool. Right. <laughs> yep. Um, Thanks. So Gavin, Madeline's husband, does not fault Scotty, but Scotty breaks down, becomes clinically depressed and is in a sanatorium, almost catatonic. Like Midge fully is having a con- – well, like trying to have a conversation with him and he's just staring off into space. Like, that's like her last scene in the movie, eh? Yeah, She just disappears much. after oh, this. Oh, no. No, no the she paints the, the painting, Wait. which is also fun. Like this whole movie is Isn't just Isn't painting creepy. before that? No, no, no oh. after. Um, right. So after release, Scotty frequents the places that Madeline visited, often imagining that he sees her. One day he notices a woman who reminds him of Madeline, despite her... <laughs> <laughs> you could have kept going there. Yeah. I just wanted to check that someone wasn't breaking it. For anyone, for everyone at home. Cat's housemate Lockie's just like very slowly opened the door, but it was just like all of us pause. It's like, is it Lockie or are we all about to die? <laughs> Carry on, Kat. Okay. So, yeah, Scotty goes to the places that Madeline visited. Um, he notices a woman who reminds him of Madeline despite her different appearance. Scotty follows her and she identifies herself as Judy Barton from Selena, Kansas. For those listening along at home, this character is played by the same actress, Kim Novak, who also played Madeline. Because? <laughs> A flashback <laughs> reveals that Judy was the person Scotty knew as Madeline Elster. She was impersonating Gavin's wife as part of a murder plot. Judy drafts a letter to Scotty explaining her involvement. Gavin had deliberately taken advantage of Scotty's acrophobia to substitute his wife's freshly killed body on the in the apparent suicide jump. But Judy rips up the letter and continues the charade, charade because she loves Scotty. Oh, because they spent three days together, and then weirdos. she pretended to be commit suicide, and then he went to a mental hospital, and then he came out, and now it's been months, and then. I still love you, but I only knew you for three days and I was just using you as a con so that this man would give me money. And, yeah. <laughs> Definitely marry this one, mate. It's safe. Good to go. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be marrying him. I wouldn't be marrying her, but also definitely not him after what happens next. But, like, she's mm-hmm. equal – well, not equally, but she's in her own unique right also very fucked up. Yeah. Um. So this is where it kind of gets a bit more fucked. So they start seeing each other and Scotty still remains obsessed with Madeline and asks Judy to change her clothes and her hair to resemble Madeline. Um, Until she's wearing the same outfit that she did earlier in the movie. As all sane people do. Yeah. Yes. 
So after Judy complies, um, hoping that they may finally find happiness together. This bit was definitely filmed before, like, the bit before it. Because she's, like, the same costume, same hair as, like, when she's in the, earlier in the yeah. film. And like, yeah. they've done all that. And then she's changed yeah. her hair colour for that little bit where they re- meet again. Yeah. It's like, you wouldn't go, yeah, you, this is definitely not filmed in, like, order of the movie. No. no. Um, so, yeah, he noticed that she's wearing the ne- the necklace portrayed in coloured as painting. If she never got that necklace out, never would have known. Mm. No. She fucked it. And realises the truth that Judy had been Elster's mistress before being cast aside just as Carlotta was. Da, da, da. And so Scotty drives Judy to the mission. Um, there he tells her he must reenact the event that led to his madness, admitting he now understands that Madeline and Judy are the same person. I legit thought he was just going to push her off, eh? Yeah. yeah. I was like, he's going to drag her down. We're going to reenact this. <laughs> See you fucking later. Like. Instead, yeah. we get, in my opinion, one of the dumbest things that happens <laughs> yeah. in the movie. One of the, no, no. One of the dumbest, Horrifying. but also greatest, greatest. movie deaths yeah. of all time. Yeah. That it like it it paid off. Yeah, I but thought. it's yeah. just it's just like oh. Anyway, like we're not there yet. <laughs> yes. Okay. So Scotty forces Judy up the bell tower and makes her admit her deceit. Scotty reaches the top, finally conquering his acrophobia. Judy confesses that he Gavin conquered it because of massive emotional trauma again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say true love, and I was like, no, it's like because yeah, it's like only one's like. Maybe massive emotional trauma will fix it. And then it's like, oh, yeah, we got that. <laughs> a lot of it. Um, so Judy confesses that Gavin paid her to impersonate a possessed Madeline. Gavin faked the suicide by throwing his wife's body from the bell tower. Uh, Judy begs Scotty to forgive her because she loves him. He embraces her, but a shadowed figure rises from the tower's trapdoor, startling Judy, who steps backwards and falls to her death. Scotty, bereaved again, stands on the ledge while the figure, a nun, investigating the noise, rings the mission bell. So I have a question. Yes. I love the immediate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh, really? she's dead. Is that- <laughs> Does the nun know that she stepped back and fell? Or because that he was holding her, Ooh. does the nun think that he threw her off? Well, that is the question. Because it, if it's the nun watches her fall... It's going to be like, holy fuck, this dude was there when three people, accident, or two people and then like an actual murder fell to their death. But who's going to believe him about the act? Like, you know, and then. Exactly. I also wondered if he was going to throw himself off afterwards yeah. himself, mm-hmm. considering he's now. Or he just kind of like the trauma of, there. of losing the same or person twice. does it bring into question that if he threw her, did he throw the other two? Oh, true. Because no one else no. was there. Because no one else was there. So we're like, oh, maybe it wasn't suicide. Maybe he threw them and then old <gasps> mate gets away with it. See what I mean? Oh, yeah. Vertigo oh, too. <laughs> See what I mean? It's like, hey, one, we, either he's unfortunate we, that he's... Is he still alive? Oh. Can we, like, Halloween <laughs> yeah. it? Like, do you get what I mean? I, yeah. like, my brain is like, okay, it's so either... Everyone believes him because the nun witnessed her fall and then they're like, oh, this is the woman that was pretending to be the wife and then the other guy gets arrested for the murder. Or the nun thinks that... He this pushed her, pushed her yeah. and then he pushed whoever the previous woman was, which was the wife, and then pushed his police mate because like, hang on a minute, you've got a track record here, son. 
See what I mean? It's yeah. actually kind yeah. of funny that you mentioned that because an alternate ending was filmed. Oh. I did see this on YouTube and I thought it was fake, so I didn't click on it. No. Oh. Um, so what? It's basically I, – I didn't read up very much. I just read it in passing, but it's either like a news report or something. I think Midge might be watching the news or just have it on in the background and – Gavin Elster is on trial for the murder of his wife. It good. Uh, I think that is the alternate ending. And on like one of the Blu-ray discs or whatever, you can select it. I like that less, Okay, I think. No, yeah, well, I mean, it, it gives like a definitive it. answer to my question. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like... So that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but also I kind of wish that the nun thinks he pushed us and then he goes to prison because he's a yeah. head even if it's not for the murder he's a horrible person mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of fun to have those questions left hanging yeah. sometimes mm. i reckon yeah 100 percent. but also is it really bad that it's when she fell me and lucy both laughed that was pretty funny it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like oh, oh no <laughs> i also laughed at that final scene for a very different reason in that i found the like the it was you know it was the climax of the main two characters and then the nun's delivery to me is just so flat like yeah. I heard voices oh lord have mercy yeah ding, 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 time to ring the bell. the bell yeah <laughs> so funny <laughs> fucking nun and and that she's like just so out of no- but like also she's just a plot device did yeah. the nun stop a murder was he going to kill her maybe was he going to kill them both was he going to take her with him he's going to kill the what the nun no her like (laughs) the nun's actually going to kill him (laughs) nun just charged up (laughs) push (laughs) i think that bell tower would be locked by now surely it's actually a real place like you can visit it but one of the shots it's really weird so there's a shot from like up high uh when when he's walking out yeah. and I like... I love that. That yeah. looks cool. That going was nice. But did you notice something about the church tower? What? It's not, it's not real, the real church tower. It's a drawing. Uh. Because they put the camera up like a on a rig for the roof, like for the angle. Yeah. But oh, they didn't go obviously go high enough to yeah. film that for a reel. So like it's cut together of like a shot of him walking out from like a distance. A shot of them climbing onto the roof. And then the church tower is a drawing. Oh, that's pretty that cool. It's pasted in the cool. middle. And like I was like... Hey, that tower's a drawing. I'm gonna have to look <laughs> at that again. Yeah, yeah it's it like it broke my brain because I was like, they are pencil shading marks. Yeah, so what I, is happening? I, I didn't even look at the tower. Yeah. I just yeah. saw how wide it was. I was like, are they gonna like? Yeah, so it's. Oh wow, how did they do the, that? Yeah, yeah the drawing. The yeah, so the, the, they, yeah, it, the, yeah, it's yeah. not. It's just a whole yeah. perspective trick of like different shots patched together with the drawing of the church tower in the middle. That's really cool. And the yeah, church tower raises questions for me. So on the outside, it's three windows. So it's the top of the tower is a fourth story. Yeah. They went up a lot of fucking stairs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but mean, it goes around. Yeah, but like, like they went up more than four floors. Because <laughs> no, when you're like inside, you when he looks down, three. it's a long way down. Like when he gets to the top and I'm like, that is more than four stories high on the inside. I think it was just dramatic effects that they had vertigo. to keep climbing stairs. Yeah. For the scene, yeah, so st- yeah, climbing the same set of stairs about three times. Yeah, but the I was, other ones yeah, once. I know. In that last scene, it felt like roughly that. Like but in like the stories, first one, so. when like he's chasing her, mm. yeah, he goes up more than like it's oh, more than the f- like the four. I was like, yeah, whatever. You're focusing mm. on the wrong thing here, Jacob. Yes, I should be focusing on Let's the really focus fucking the cool that shot that <laughs> yeah. it's happening in so, that stairwell. I'll talk about that now. So basically. The dolly zoom, which is that the vertigo shot that you get, 
Um, it was first conceived by Ermin Roberts, a Paramount second unit cameraman who actually went uncredited in the film. Man um, should be right first unit now. Came out with it. Um, be, uh, what was his name? Ermin Roberts, and yeah. then Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like it's just one of those things. That like when like they say like someone came up to it. I feel like he was bored waiting to make a shot and, <laughs> and just, just accidentally did it and it was like, like I, holy I shit I was like how did they discover that okay yeah. so i looked at the wikipedia page on this there's like a full-on mathematical formula to do this cool i just feel like it would be in someone in a week like in like the got chair like and they went backwards and they were playing the with it and they're like oh my god that, that looks weird yeah nick do you remember the day that we had to try and do them at uni yes fuck that was hard that. eh i don't remember I thought, I thought, to I thought, nail that was I, actually I, like impo- almost impossible to do that just on that track that we had. We're going back like, like three, four years yeah. here. Yeah, in the hallway, and I was like, "This is hard because mm-hmm. you've got to keep the the like the focus of the f- of the shot, like whoever whatever point is in focus. You got to keep the same, same focal length and then that also, same yeah. size. Yeah, so you've got to be yeah, like focus on, but you've also got to be like zooming at the same. S- Correct ratio where that you're moving away, yeah, or moving in and out. Like it depends. You know, you can do it either in or out. But like, yeah, to hold the shot at the same point, but to have it, the vision of it warp. Mm. So fuck it out. Yeah. For those who don't know, this is the way Wikipedia explains it. So it's the effect. It's a device that does it now. Is there actually? Yeah, like you can because you've got focus pullers, like, uh, and most of the time now it's you have a rig that attaches to the lens itself, and it has like a little gear thing that clips in, like that kind around. of sits into the little grooves of your focus and your zoom, mm. and then that's connected to a controller that the oh, like your focus you puller has. It's like what you said, Kate. You could do it mathematically, so you could have the rig go back at a certain rate and yeah. and uh, zoom yeah, the camera zoom. at the same. So rate. now, because most fo- like all focus pulling is done, that the focus puller is no longer standing over the shoulder of your cinematographer. Yeah. Like they're off to the side with a the controller. They can see what the camera sees on their screen and they've got dials. But in those controllers now, there's literally like programmable buttons. Yeah. Yep. Like presets and you can just do these as a preset. Cool. <laughs> and it's like, okay, That's we're going to go back three metres, hold this, th- like put in the length, press the button, go. And it just does it. And it's like, it's nice. cheating, <laughs> but I want one. <laughs> nice. Um, so, yeah, it the view down the mission stairwell cost, how much do you think it cost to film? Wait, the budget was $2.5 million, 2.4. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else happens in the rest no of the film. No one got paid. Oh, I'm stuff gonna, I'm going to go 50 grand. That's probably too low. I don't know. 50 grand? Can I do a serious do, one? Yeah. Oh, all right. 250,000. 400,000. $19,000. Oh, oh, motherfucker. Basically. <laughs> I win. I'm close. They couldn't. <laughs> Very close. They couldn't film it from above because they didn't have the right rig. So they built it just Also, stuff me and the cameraman getting suspended above yeah, that. Jesus. <laughs> so they just built it on the side and did it like. It's like, hey, guys, I'm not. Horizontally. Yeah. Guys, I'm not zooming. I'm not going out anymore. It's get, the ground's actually getting closer. <laughs> oh no! Um, so yeah, this is probably like one of the most iconic shots in all of cinematic history, and it has been used in many other films, such as Jaws. Yep. Two the more. one in Jaws is fucking sick. So good. So good. Um, I'm picturing one right now. Yeah. But I don't know what the fucking movie's called. Um. 
Well, I've got two more written down that we've um, done podcasts on. Oh, no way! Is there one on a on a beach or something? Yeah, that's, that's the Jaws. Jaws. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's <good>. right. <laughs> it's going to be something. <laughs> It's going to um, be something that isn't, like, obvious. Like, it's gonna be I like, remember talking about it when I, it wasn't, like, not in the Jaws one. But I, remember I bet there's one in Toy Story or something. Like an animated one. I have it. I, that's not written down. No. I've got Goodfellas and the Lord of the Rings films. Oh, I've watched both of them. the one Lord of the Rings? Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't know. Wikipedia uh, says it's true, so it must be. There you go. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm picturing just, just doing Can't going to Gandalf and being like... My brain is just watching Fellowship at the moment, so give me a minute. Um, a minute, more like a million. <laughs> another little fun fact about the kind of effects in the movie. Mm-hmm. This movie was also the first to use computer graphics in the opening sequence. Oh, yeah, and the dream sequence. Yeah. Well, I assume, yeah. Did, yeah. did anyone notice that, like, the dream sequence where it's, like, his head and that thing? Did anyone else think of, like, the a 1970s, like, Doctor Who intro? <laughs> just, yeah. like, his head going down the fucking tunnel. I was like, <laughs> yeah. what is happening right now? I was like, they stole it. It was very sci-fi-esque. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Doctor Who stole this from Hitchcock. <laughs> um, it's like the right shape and everything. Yeah. I was like, hang on a minute. So a little bit on the casting... I've only really got something on Kim Novak because, I mean, I couldn't really find anything else it's on the other characters. Just all blonde women. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Vera. Hey, she's like sort of brunette for a little bit. Yeah, but then she's <laughs> then forced she's to turn forced into yeah. blonde. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where he got that inspiration from. Um. So Vera Miles, who was under contract oh. to Hitchcock and had appeared in both his television show and his in his film The Wrong Man, was originally scheduled to play Madeline. She modelled for an early version of the painting featured in the film. Following delays, including Hitchcock becoming ill, Miles became pregnant and so had to withdraw from the role. Uh, Hitchcock declined to postpone shooting and cast Kim Novak as the female lead. But by the time Novak had tied up prior filming commitments and vacation um, and a vacation promised by Columbia Pictures, this. Uh, Miles had given birth and was actually available for the film. <laughs> but oh Hitchcock no. just decided to go with Novak. Love it. And yeah. I think, like, that was one of the reasons, too, that it wasn't um, generally well-received because they just thought her performance was very flat. Well, not flat, but, like, boring, too reserved. Okay. But I think that really plays into her, like, the tortured character that she is. Is the who's the main guy? James Stewart. James Stewart was he well received? Yeah, I mean, he's like very against type for him in this. His performance yeah. didn't feel crazy strong. To I me. didn't read anything about him. Yeah. I think they were more critical of the females in the Hitchcock movies. Yeah, because just like Hitchcock himself. Because yeah. as Catchman, Cat, blah, 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 blah. Catchman. As Cat <laughs> mentioned before. This is very like against the grain for him. Like he was, yeah, yeah the all American family man, and then it was just like, huh, now yeah. he's a crazy man. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it wasn't until more like a decade after its release that it started to gain more positive criticism. I feel like we said um, it every week. However, <laughs> a young Martin Scorsese. Oh god, here we go. <laughs> yes, I saw this. Yeah. Um, so he viewed it during the original run in New York and later recalled that, quote, even though the film was not well received at the time, we responded very strongly. We didn't know why, but we really went with the picture. So he liked it. I guess it was a good of him getting used to things, people not responding to well to things <laughs> early. Immediately. 
He gets used to that a lot. <laughs> um, it was nominated for two Academy Awards. Did it win? No. Oh. One for Best Art Direction, um, Set Direction, Black and White or Colour, and one for Best Sound. Um, yeah. The sound and the art direction were both pretty yeah. good. Just yeah. to finish us off, I've got a few fun facts. Oh, please. So Kim Novak doesn't actually speak until more than one third into the movie. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, that she just, out. There's a lot of mm-hmm. just stalking, so yeah. yep, checks out. <laughs> First thing she says is when she wakes up naked in his bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Wow. Um, the <laughs> Empire <laughs> Hotel, where James Stewart eventually finds Kim Novak, um, is as of 2009 the Vertigo, uh, the Hotel Vertigo, located of course it um, is. <laughs> in San Francisco. The room that Novak's character lived in, room 501, still retains. Many aspects captured in the film. Is that a good thing or a bad mm, thing? I don't know. <laughs> um, and I thought this was really nice. The flower shop, um, Padesca Baldoki, um, has been in business in San Francisco since 1871. Jesus. Yeah. Huh. There you go. Nick looks concerned. I'm just trying to think. I feel like I've seen that flower shop. In something else. Yeah, it's in. I just watched something it's with it not, in it. It's not in the room, is it? Yes. Ant-Man. Is <laughs> it? No, 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 no. No, that's a different flower shop. Okay. Um, no, I just watched something with it in that's it. That's what I was thinking yeah. of, too, is it flower shop? Like, You're the best customer have. we've ever had. <laughs> yeah. They probably drive past it in Ant-Man, too. Maybe. Maybe. That's insane. It's probably Fran. like the Princess Diaries or something. Cat, <laughs> is that all your notes? Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. That's it. I have one hey. thing. One thing. So, like the Technicolor film for this, like the yeah. early like color film that was used, like in Hollywood, mm-hmm. like in this, like we like obviously had like the Blu-ray version of it, but like this sort of like film compared to sort of later stuff has been a lot more successful in turning it into high quality like Blu-ray and then 4K versions of things. And I don't know if you guys are just watching it, the depth of color in the shots. Like everything is, especially in um, Midge's like design studio, like in her house. Yeah. Just the color palettes that are like visible meant that like when this was obviously like converted to the Blu-ray copy that we watched, so much of that detail and that crisp color is translated. Yeah, I was gonna. Say, I, I I couldn't put my finger on what it was, but I, yeah. I as I was watching, I realized this looks a lot better than like. Yeah. Whereas if you look, yeah, if you look there. at stuff that's like later on into like the seventies and eighties and like early nineties with that, like the film that was used then wasn't like the way it was made. It hasn't translated as well in the big, like the remastering of things and a lot more work goes into it. Like there's pro- like projects at the moment remastering different versions of star Wars. And there's like the Blu-ray and like all these different ones and how they're like, how it's processed of how you get different, like clearer results. But like the older stuff, translates better because that like color film captures every single like color like on this like perfectly like it's just and like watching this like the color popped like even it was fantastic all the set designs were great as well in this that was my only note that he's a psychopath yeah 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 well well done cat Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Oops. <laughs> We're not laughing at your report. <laughs> Wrong button. It's fine, guys. I'm Just sorry. me some more. Um, oh, we should probably uh, talk about if we should if we would watch it yes. again or not. Cat. Yes, Jacob. 
Would you watch it again? <laughs> yes, Jacob. <laughs> okay. Nicholas. Yes, Jacob. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> would you watch this movie again? Yes, I would. Oh, you, no, you ruined it. James. Yes, Jake. <laughs> would you watch this film again? Mm, no. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I feel like this is just a trend with me in the old, the older movies. Yeah. You've got so many new ones to watch. Yeah, and like it's not that I don't enjoy them. I didn't. I, 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 there's some of them I didn't enjoy, but this one I genuinely did. But one, once again, it's like it's a decently long movie. It's above two hours, yeah. and yeah, I just feel like I've got so many options that I'd be curious to watch that it's hard to justify anything but the real top stuff. Yeah, fair enough. Jacob, Jacob. well. Last night. Did all three of us say Jacob you should, you should at the have same said time. Yes. You should have said yes, Cat, or yes, James. <laughs> yes, Jacob. <laughs> um, last night when the movie finished, I was like, oh, Lucy, you've watched this film. I'll ask you. So I said, Lucy, and would you, you watch this again? And she and was like, no. Like, ask me what? <laughs> she just went, no. And I was like, okay. She said she, she liked didn't it. Say, she what's that a reference to? <laughs> she didn't say, yes, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dear. No. Um, but me, personally. Yes. Yay. But. Majority rules. But. Yes, but. It wouldn't be like a yes, I'm just going to put it on. It would be a yes, I'm going to show someone yeah, this yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like a conditional yes. Mm. So it's like, I'm, so I'm, like, I'm going to watch Vertigo this afternoon. Like I would be like, I'm, you know, something else. But it's just like to show someone this film. Like, yeah, like have you seen Vertigo before? No. Well, strap yourself in because in an hour and 18 minutes, shit gets interesting. <laughs> <laughs> First hour and 18 minutes. You might get bored a little bit. That's going to be my Instagram caption this week. Strap yourselves in because in an hour and 18 minutes, minutes shit gets interesting. interesting. <laughs> but we're only at 53. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we can move along now to what we've been watching and what we're, we're excited, excited for. Yeah. Should I clip that Ooh. and insert it every week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do okay. it. I'm we not going to because I'll 100% forget. <laughs> By the time I edit this. Also, can we just talk about editing for a second? Because in the big quadruple special, I had to edit the fuck out of this. And I'm sorry for everyone that listened to the absolute clusterfuck that that was. We had so many special. issues in like noise happening and recording stopping. USB mics. I'm and plugging. just chaos. <laughs> sorry. And I reckon I, like that episode goes like an hour and five minutes or whatever. And I reckon I edited it for like two and a half Right, last week because the three of us that recorded were in the same room. I drag and dropped the file in, put the intro on, clipped the end, exported, <laughs> and it took me two minutes. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, this is the best." <laughs> we appreciate your hard work on like, the clusterfuck that was fiftieth special. Oh man, thank you, James. We, Just, will, we will try and do better on the. Finale special because there just, won't be a hundredth special. No. But yeah, my brain was just like, "Fuck!" What date is our like year anniversary of this? Because obviously we've missed an episode. I think it's past. Yeah, we've already gone past it. Have we? I think it's November. Well, this will be the fifty-second, so I think this. But we've missed weeks. We missed one. The first one I have in my diary is the sixteenth of December, but we definitely did it before that. No, the first one. Our first was three episodes. Well, yeah, eighth of November was the first three. That's so. Oh, so it's so next Monday when we record. Oh, okay. Aww. So, so we we will make next one the honorary anniversary. Yes, yes because okay. I mean we would have recorded our first episode the equivalent of Prior. like last week, but 
released yeah. next week because yeah. we released because we had to have three. Anyway, that's when I put things on episode titles that were like more interesting than the movie name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like Jurassic Park and all things dino cloning and then now it's just like the movie. Raging Bull. Raging Bull. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then, let's move on. Okay, so I... I'm going to let Kat go first because it's her week and that's what I do. Okay. So I finished the 13th season of... It's always sunny in Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) I know someone who's a big fan of that show. Maybe they're at this table. (laughs) Nicholas, are you impressed? I'm very impressed. I'm very proud of you. I am so glad I finished it because it's such a good series. And I mean, obviously there's still a few seasons to go, but I don't have access to them yet. Mm. But can I just say... The ending of the no. 13th episode was just... The 13th like episode or the 13th uh, season? The 13th season was just absolutely spot on. Beautiful. Like yes. okay. genuinely heartwarming and good because, I mean, they're all so self-involved and so selfish and just like horrible people. Mm. But the ending of the 13th episode was great. James, have you ever watched this show? No. No, okay, neither have I. I'm like, hey, yep. I've seen sick. clips, but... No, no. I, don't even, I, don't, I couldn't even name someone it. that's in it. Uh, Charlie Mac. Day, Glenn yeah. Howerton, Rob McCallery, oh, oh, Caitlin Olsen. McElhenney? <laughs> <laughs> you know when you read something and you say it in your yeah. head and it's not right? Yep, okay. Um, but no, they I know Danny some DeVito. of them. I know that guy. <laughs> some of the names said that I'm like, yeah, I, I saw it if like I feel that, saw their face. I'm like, I know them. He yeah. said the name, I'm like, yep, okay. That's a person. <laughs> I was just spacing out. Yeah. <laughs> I recognise some names, but I feel like I'd recognise faces I've more. Se- I've read their names a hundred and what, 30 times. times yeah. <laughs> you still don't know who's so, which one's which? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> when do you think they decided Mac was actually going to be gay? Oh, not for ages. Yeah. Spoiler alert! Oh my oh, god! Fuck off. You're never gonna watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to watch it. He came out in season twelve, so that's past that's so, our statute like, of limitations. That's so many seasons too of like. I think like probably around season four is when the like actual like gay like jokes, jokes started. started. But back then, what that was like what two thousand something. So it was probably hilarious just to yeah. say something was gay Nick, back then. Nick, yeah. it's still two thousand and something. Yeah, for like 2004. <laughs> he means like the, the, the noughties. The noughties, yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah. That's a long time man, ago. I don't know if I can jump into something. In like, he looks so oh, good dude. in season 13. Yeah. He, when he took off his shirt, and I was like, oh man. Is he in an he upcoming has... Marvel film or something? So he's, no, got, he's, he's got Marvel money to get ripped? You know no. what though? He oh. did an episode of um, Dak Shepard's podcast with um, Kamal Nanjiani. And they both talked about getting like ripped. In, yeah, ripped shape. Because one of them got Marvel money to yeah. get ripped. I think it was season seven. In season seven, he like put on like 50 pounds and was like drinking ice cream and shit all day. Yeah. Ooh. And then what? Like in season <laughs> the 13. The next season. Yeah. Like, the next yeah, season. The next season he, he comes it. back. He, Completely back to normal. Did he, do, did he do a Chris Pratt in um, Parks and Rec where he goes from fat Pratt to fit Pratt in like one gap between seasons. Yes. Yeah. Because it was just like, he's fat Pratt and then he got cast in Guardians of the Galaxy and the first episode of the next season, he's fucking shredded. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what happened? Well, it's because like your character that. is still very lazy. <laughs> it's like that, but then he gets even more shredded on in season 13. And he just yeah. like, everyone, I think everyone looked really good in season 13. Yeah, they've clearly, all, they've clearly all become very like, Let's get rich. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And like, 
can afford personal chefs. And yeah. <laughs> no, hang on, hang on. When you get rich, it's not personal chefs and training. It's movie magic. Yeah. There's something in the water in Hollywood that is just like, you're fit now. It's Botox. Yeah. It's, Botox. Say, it's drugs. <laughs> and they get replaced <laughs> with the lizard people and then the lizard people are in the fit people costumes. Yeah. Right. Allegedly. But anyway, other than that, because that just took a really weird turn. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> From always sunny to lizard people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One degree of separation. Um, I watched The Gentleman. I spoke about cool. it last week. Yeah. yeah, which is why you, why I watched it. It was good. Yeah. I know. I really liked Hugh Grant in a non, like, proper British in a non Hugh, In a non-stereotypical Hugh Grant role. Yeah. 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 When He's he really good in, at I was it too. like, who is that? How do I know? Oh, yeah. He's really good at yeah, it. Yeah. Really good. And the does voice. He, does he look like Hugh yeah. Grant or is he all done up? Like, with a be beard like, and like glasses. Like, yeah. He's recognised. Like, they haven't put any prosthetics on or anything. Right. He's got some facial hair. It's just hair. like he let himself go a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But he yeah. still dresses a proper English gentleman. Yeah. Just doesn't talk like one. He has like or a full Cockney accent. Yeah, well, he's talk, great. He talks like this and like yeah. all yeah. Yeah. from yeah. the streets. Yeah. 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 That was okay. good. That was really good. Oh, <laughs> I knew um, I'd be good at something one day. <laughs> Cockney <and> accents. <laughs> um, And I also watched Batman Begins. Cool. Sick. Yeah. Preempting for like <laughs> yeah. months well, down the line. I'm just watching them as they come out on Netflix. You know what? That's yeah. a pretty good movie. Cat. I wouldn't be surprised if it was on some kind of list. list. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that all you have? I think so. I can't really remember. I'm also rereading 1984, and it's so fucked, but it's so good. Good book. It's just yeah. now. What? Because it's just the world now. Oh, just <laughs> just or is generally. It Wonder Woman 1984 got delayed, and you're like, oh, what do I do? 84, <laughs> 84. Oh. I just wanted to read about a world that was like kind of more shit than we are in right now. <laughs> so, are you, are, you, are you about to question that? <laughs> I was. <laughs> I, I was waiting for was a like, remark, but he said um, nothing. <laughs> I mean, like we're not currently under a totalitarian I, yeah, regime. I, saying, I don't think Trump <laughs> is quite on the Big Brother level. Not yet. Yeah, anyway. Give him another four years yeah. and we'll see. Well, God, I, I was going to say, by the time this comes out, the vote oh, will be Oh, yeah. If we have yes, Biden, woo. Um, <laughs> listeners, go vote. Don't please, vote, please. Don't please. vote for George. But no, we, but, but we say go vote now, but it's too late for them. They've voted. Oh, by the time oh. this comes out, that's tomorrow. Well, I hope you fucking voted. <laughs> yes. Anyway, Nick. Yes. What did you do in the last 17 weeks since you were on the show? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have a list. I watched... He's just going to read a list, okay? I wasn't ready for this. No, what's what's better to start with? I watched Borat's subsequent movie film. so good. (laughs) So good. So good. Thank you American politics. No, we can't spoil it because of... No, no, I won't, I won't, I won't. But... But I found... It's a lot of... This feels like more story than the last one. Is that good? Yeah, yeah, that, that's, yeah, because of yeah, yeah. Okay, I found Borat really endearing in this. Can I can I say like an element of the story? Yeah, it's, not, it's about him. Well, if any, anyone's in the trailer, it's very yeah, obvious. I know it, what yeah. you're about it's, to say. It's about him learning that women aren't just livestock, essentially. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is, but that's like, a good thing to learn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. But I, yeah, like, I found it really sweet and like yeah. I was really into it because like, I I thought, I don't know, I was afraid something would ruin it. But nothing did. Or, okay. okay. <laughs> right now it's good, but I do not think this will age well at all. 
because it and well, this isn't a spoiler, but the it ends with a title card that says "Now go vote." Because it's yeah. all about politics, oh. and at the end, it's all very modern. Oh. It's very anti-Trump. It's very, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, but also the whole. Um, the I've read articles and stuff about like. Oh well, yeah. The, this is the, this is the story. This isn't about the Rudy Giuliani oh, thing, okay. which is a whole other. So thing. funny. Was he tucking his shirt in? What do you reckon? I mean, you could make a case for that, but no. No His hand was in there like for that. too long. Yeah. I, okay. I don't know. S- stop me if I should, but I, I, I had this conversation at home. Technically, I don't think he was doing anything illegal, but it's shady as fuck. Oh, like, Giuliani. Yeah. That's literally the American yeah. political system. Because the character's 15, but I don't think he, well, she's, he, he the, didn't know. The situation yeah. that it's in. She'd have to be older than that. Oh, she is. She's yeah. twenty-five. No, but I mean, like, the, like the situation that he is perceiving. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, but yeah. So but it's no dodgy underage sex no, thing. No, no, it's no, just no. still just dodgy underage sex. Well, just it's dodgy just, sex thing. I think the dodgiest thing is that, he, like, it's like we've now seen how easy it is to corrupt politicians and get them in vulnerable states so easily. Yeah, it's, it's yeah ha- but then yeah. also for them to just get away with it and have no re- repercussions. No, no, the, the, the issue that's come out of it is that if Sasha Baron Cohen could this easily get to Donald Trump's personal lawyer mm. and put him in a compromising situation that could be used as blackmail, how easily could a foreign government do the same thing? Oh. Because Sasha Baron Cohen was just like straight in there. Like got even he himself, get, like is gets into the room. Yeah. So it's like how e- how what is the level yeah. of security around this person that this someone in such an important position is so easily compromised? That's the issue that's been raised from the whole. It's oh, like right, right, right. If an American actor can do that, what can a British. foreign government do? Sorry, mm. British. Yeah. yeah. What can a foreign government do? In yeah. The same thing. That might mm. have more nefarious purposes. Yeah, yeah exactly. That could like, be used to blackmail to get le- a leveraged pres- position against yeah. the president. But, of a, but yeah. that's the thing. It's, yeah. very, it's very creepy, like, still, yeah. like, that whole situation. But, yeah, I haven't really seen many people. But also it highlights that. how, like, the whole movie highlights how fucked, like, conservative America is. Yes. Like, there's so many different things. Because it's just... I'm going to watch Just that everyone should watch this Please film. Because, yeah. like, last week I mentioned that like, I'm really excited to watch it. I'm going to go and watch it. And I watched it when I got home. Yeah. I was like... Oh Jesus! Like, yeah. yeah, we're fucked if Trump gets in again. Mm. Like, the world's just cooked. Nick, did you watch anything? What's the rest of your list? Yeah, um, <laughs> we need to get out of American politics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> fucking oath. Um, I've been watching How I Met Your Mother on and off because yeah. my housemates have been watching it. Um, just I think everyone's classic seen, on rotation. Yes, yeah. exactly. But like, I have one friend who hasn't like seen it at all. <gasps> but he's very smug because he thinks he knows the ending. Does he though? Does he though? He does. Not. I'm sorry if he's listening, but uh, <laughs> he's, spoiler bitches. If you're listening, Tom, fuck off. Um, <laughs> but come back next week. Yeah, just skip forward ahead two minutes. Why has he? Why has he smug that he hasn't seen it and knows the ending? Well, no, he. Well, oh my god, you can use Google. <laughs> no, but he he thinks he knows what everyone's mad about, but he doesn't know that Ted ends up with Robin. He knows the mother dies, but he doesn't know that this whole thing happens just for him to end up with Robin, which. 
the whole story is rightfully the, the do you know and also part. the fact but that you know the last season happens over. But what, do you know what the issue with the show was? Yeah. Do you know how it ended up in this such a horrible ending? Because they wrote it in like two thousand five. Because that most and of they the shot it with yeah, the kids. Most of then. the shots with the kids were shot while they were filming season one. Yeah. Like, see, well, pretty much season one to three, they filmed all the shots with the kids because they didn't want to get to the end point in like nine, ten years' time and have, them not and be have the kids them be, be in their 30s. 20s, yeah. Because the actors were like 20 and have the kids be like 30. Because then it's like, hang on, what, like, you're the age that everyone was at the start and this story is weird. So they had a definitive end point of the show. But then the show kept going. But then it kept going. And then, like, oh, these characters are changing. Oh, now we've written that Barney and Robin are together. Oh, we have to we have to now make them be separated because we filmed that bit. Like, yeah, I just can't believe they spent yeah. the whole last season at the wedding knowing yeah. that would be the because they wrote themselves into a corner and they're like, oh fuck. What but as I heard a pod, different podcast that hey, just have a the kids. I heard on a different podcast the other day. There are other podcasts. Well, yes. I had no Someone idea. Someone talk about this program and just say. Why don't you just have the pe- like the actors that be the kids record new lines and just have it as a shot of old Ted reacting to it? Yeah. Because then you don't have to show them. Yeah. Look, it'd be smart, but you know Anyway, what? sick. Is that it for your Nick? Uh, no, I watched uh, <laughs> 17 weeks worth of content, <laughs> yeah, James. God, <laughs> wouldn't let me come over next well, last week. So. It's not our fault. What, what else is on your list? <laughs> I watched season two, episode one of The Mandalorian. So oh, did yeah. I. But we can't really talk about it because it's all spoiler territory yeah, you, 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 in anything you, you, we say. Okay. And also you'd spend another two hours talking about Star Wars. It's really we just good. don't have time okay, well, for that tonight. Okay. Are you going to watch it? Probably not. Are you going to watch it? Yes. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> we can talk about it afterwards. Yeah. When James is not in his shot. Fine. Yeah, okay. that everything you got? James. Fuck. What am I watching? I rewatched The Social Network today. Nice. Uh, which I enjoy. Jacob's given me a bit of a face. Never seen it. Oh, oh it's actually okay. It's, yeah, I, like I like the I like the structure of it, like the um where they go from like the court cases back through to the events that preceded them. Andrew um, Garfield's good. Andrew Garfield he is, is good. very good in that. Um, best, and also the guy Spider-Man that plays the twin. Me. Army Hammer. Oh, the Wiggle. Yeah, Army Hammer. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I've also started watching Orphan Black on on Stan. I think it was originally on Netflix. I started watching that when it was first on, and I've never finished season one because I just stopped watching. Do you know those shows you watch? You're like, this is really good. Then you like miss two weeks, and then. That's yeah. it. Never went back. I'm 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 about five episodes in now. I'm optimistic. I'd like. I have heard it gets. Good. I like, like the mystery genre in general. Season three is really good. Apparently. I okay. haven't seen season three. Um, I've just heard like it won multiple awards or something. I have the concern that I have with every mystery show that they're and especially with Westworld, that there are <gasps> Where are you up to in Westworld? I haven't I haven't finished watching season three. <gasps> um, Please I, I haven't finish. started season three. What, what, I was gonna, yeah. what I was gonna say was that they're building up a lot of hype and I find a lot of these things then fail to deliver on the Consequences of yeah. that of that hype, like it ends up being too many mystery boxes get opened at the start, and, and, and then, you can't yeah. solve them all, or you solve more, but it's a bit disappointing. Yeah, I'm not saying this has happened for like, Westworld. No, because it doesn't. Because Westworld is the best TV show that has ever been made. So. What I'm saying is, 
season West, one, Westworld maybe. builds a lot of the, the suspense very yeah. quickly. Um, Sorry, that may be a controversial opinion, but it's. The I mean, season one. one, yeah. Season two, eh. I'll get on it. I, I have to start using binge because I'm just giving Rupert Murdoch money for nothing at this point. I give Rupert Murdoch no of my money, but my dad does, so I can sleep easy at night because it's not my money yet. <laughs> yet. yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, one yeah, day, that's about so it. All be mine. All for me. I'm, I'm optimistic about Orphan Black. What have you been watching, Jacob? Well. I continued on my courtroom extravaganza. Yeah. And I watched on the basis of sex. Oh, is that good? Yeah. I've seen that at work it's a lot. About, um, oh, fuck, what's her name? Felicity Jones. Yeah, Felicity Jones plays, it's the early life of the American Supreme Court justice that just passed away. Oh, Ruth. Ruth yeah. 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 So it's the early life of her, and it's her Ooh. very oh. first ever courtroom like appearance cool so she was like one of the first women to go through harvard law Mm. and then no one would hire her because she was a female lawyer so she went from law school to law professor and never actually practiced law in between but was an accredited lawyer so she's working as a law professor and then this case comes up because there was like there's like there was like 1700 or something laws in america that were like on the basis of sex, protecting like their constitution, it's illegal to do that under sex. Mm-hmm. And then a man was denied this carer's thing under like a tax thing because he hired a nurse to look after his sick mum. But because he was neither a widower or a woman, then he wasn't eligible oh. to write it off in his tax. So he was fined, right? So they were like, hang on, if a man's being persecuted on the basis of sex, maybe the court will listen. <laughs> and the court did. That's good. Which then set a legal precedent. Because once you have a precedent in a courtroom, you can then refer back to that on any further case. So once they had that and won that in the 10th District like Appeals Court, whoops, they then went about, the, like this company went about the business of one by one, Appealing every single law, damn. Until she was appointed a Supreme Justice yeah, of the that. U.S. Supreme Court, like you know the Supreme Court, and then yeah, the rest is history. But it's a really good fucking movie. There you go. And there's the guess. fuck for everyone. Yeah. That means it's I never really guessed good. that was about her. Like, yeah, I, it didn't click well, until I've, like I've walked past it so the many like four hundredth time her name was said, and I was like, "Hang on a minute," and I googled it, and I was like. It is her. And there's a really nice scene at the end of the movie because, like, Felicity Jones' character is walking up the steps of the like, American Supreme Court and then it pans around and it's, like, actually her as an old oh. woman walking up the stairs. I was like, oh, I'm like, oh you just died. Now this is really sad. Oh, that may, might be why Netflix just Why it's, like, high, yeah. yeah. My, um, my YouTube has decided that I now am obsessed with the Supreme Court because I watched <laughs> three videos about RBG and, like, a couple about Amy Conan Barrett's oh, nomination. No. So now I've, it's just and flooded. I watched, obviously, episode one of The Mandalorian. But something else came out the other day on Amazon Prime. And it's the first time that Simon Pegg and Nick Cross oh, have made yeah. anything oh, together for, yeah. like, seven years. And I watched all eight episodes of Truth Seekers. <laughs> Is it good? It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Okay, good. Each episode's like, I know, like half an hour or so. 
So it's like, you know, it's only like four hours of your time. It's fine. Should I ask what it's about or should I just go and blind? Just go watch it. No, okay. I mean, a basic overview is that like Nick Frost's character is a like internet like communications installer and Simon Pegg's like the head of the company. So like Nick Frost is like their, like he's like number one installer and he gets like a new like apprentice sort of thing, like sidekick. And like they're rolling out 6G across the UK mm. and they're trying to get 100% coverage but they've only got 995 so they don't know why they're missing the 5% and then one of the episodes explains why. But then they're like, he, like on the side, Nick Frost's character is like a paranormal investigator and he's never had a paranormal incident until the first episode and then shit just fucking hits the fan and it's just great. It, yeah, it's just really like it's a swell time. A swell, swell time. It's a swell time. We're going with a swell time because it's just like it's sort of like a horror. I say in like quotation marks horror show, but not a. There's one episode that's a bit fucking creepy, but like the rest of it, like it's fine. Like it's not scary. It's like horror comedy. Okay, like it's done really well. Like. Sort of like a modernized horror comedy of like a Shaun of the Dead or like a Hot Fuzz, oh, like sort yeah. of thing. Like yeah. it's very much in the essence of them, and like Nick, Nick Frost's character is so good. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's just and there's some good little like um the the villain of the whole show is played by um what's his name that is Howard from the Mighty Boosh. <laughs> Anyone seen the Mighty Boosh? No. no. Anyway, Mighty Boosh, it's Noel Fielding and this dude. Anyway, he's like fantastic and it's just really funny and Yeah, it's it's Go good. It's it. just you just just watch it. Like it's just a fun little comedy, like sci fi. Yeah, it's just, just a good little paper. series and it's like there's definitely gonna be a series too. Because Amazon's obviously put a fucking lot of money into this. And like they're pushing it real hard. Like the Amazon's ads on, doing well yeah, the right ads now. on Amazon are like really like pushing it for like mm-hmm. ages, and like it very well sets up for more. Like, cool. Have you guys talked about the boys? Did you talk about it last week? Yeah. Yes. I finished it. Captain. Yeah. Finally. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Want to talk to me about it? Because <laughs> no, it's still within the spoiler we can't. thing. We're not. Oh, yeah. Oh my are god. Are we really going to count wait, that for like TV though? Months? Yes. Yeah. Three months. Um, that's, that's ridiculous. Um, I watched. So I watched that. I watched it's that. It's Laura precedent. Laura. Yeah. Don't complain. Laura's a valuable listener in our podcast sphere. The Pottersphere. We're not Harry Potter. No, the Podosphere. Oh. <laughs> I'm mispronouncing the word. <laughs> um, fuck, I watched so much and now I've had a complete mental blank. Because I watched just so many movies. Because I was just like, and I'm like, I'm just now going to be like, if I'm watching a movie, I'm just going to post it on our socials. Like, look what I'm watching because I'm not going to remember this the next week. Ah, fair enough. Yeah, but Basis of Sex, good. Watch it. Um, Truth Seekers, definitely fucking watch it. Like, some good little like twists and turns and roller coasters throughout. Like little plot threads that pays off. I just yeah, I, I just kept watching it. I couldn't turn it off. It was like midnight, and I'm like, next episode, please. <laughs> Yeah, it's just one of those it's really easy just to binge it because they're only half an hour episodes and it like hooks you into the next one sort of thing. It's a shame that that model's kind of going away by the looks of it. The binge, like yeah. drop it all at once, yeah. Yeah, because the Mandalorian's not doing one it. One at a time. The Marvel stuff's not doing it. The yeah. The boys didn't do it. I'm, I'm low-key happy about this. I'm, yeah. I've always been someone who prefers the one yeah. that... I, yeah. I, I do like week to week because it means like if it's all at once, if you're busy... 
Yes. Two days later, there are spoilers everywhere on social media I because know. people have watched all 10, 13 Bitch. episodes. Excuse me, I got through the whole like release of season two of The Boys with no spoilers and then watched it all. Well, Obviously, think, our I, algorithms uh, are yes, very different exactly. on social media because mine was like, spoiler did this in The Boys and it's like a photo of the person or it's like, how did spoiler die? And it's like, it's a person and it's like, don't say how did spoiler die and then post just a one person in yeah. a photo because it's obviously that person. I was getting shit like that before yeah. um, The Last of Us 2 came yeah. out. I, was like, oh, I feel like as yeah. well, like the, the real dumping them all at once, like it, it, um, <laughs> sorry. It, I'm just going to have a little rearrange. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm just, I'm just trying to think of how to put it. It like, it makes the lasting impact of it much shorter, I, I think, because everyone gets it, really excited. It in the public aisle. Everyone binges it for like, the two days and they talk about it for two weeks and then it is dead. Like I remember the start of this year, everyone talking about Tiger King. Mm. was gone yeah. absolutely so quick. Not a whisper of it a month later. But also yeah. Tiger King is just like fucked. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like some things like that I you can never dump. watched it. But, but I've noticed like, yeah. that for a lot of dumb it's things, whereas things that ridiculous. they do release yeah. If you watch week, it, I'll rewatch yeah. it so we can talk about it. It keeps it in the public discourse yeah. a bit. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. You, you yeah. Now. There's two conversations going on here. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. sorry, listeners. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Tiger King would live up to what I think it is now. What do you think it is? About a tiger that's like king of the jungle? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, about, uh, no, it's about some dude with a bunch of wives and husbands and he has tigers and shit, but like, I don't know. It just There's became, so it, much more than that. It just became a meme and it's like, yeah, I don't know. I've seen a lot of clips of it and I'm just like, okay, I get it. Yeah, okay. Does anyone have anything else to add to our stuff or this and that? Um, I don't think so. I feel like the later we record these, the more delusional we oh, are. Oh, 100%. Which I think is better quality. Yeah, I think we just, yeah. we just get wild. Do we not want to talk about the boys while we're on a roll? No. Sorry, Laura, no spoilers. We, we need a better no. model than no later. spoilers for three months because then we're not thinking about it. We'll I'll still be thinking about the boys in three months, believe yeah, you me. I definitely I'll probably have oh, rewatched because, it. Uh, again. Because I mean, of what happened at the end? The yes. Yeah. Yeah, that. Um, <laughs> uh, stumps. Um, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say is stumps. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Um, if you want to reach us, I haven't even checked Should, should, emails. Shouldn't, shouldn't the podcast host wrap us up? Oh, yeah, cat. Okay, guys. If you want to reach us, you can email watchitagainpod at gmail.com. Um, send us an email. Tell us what you think of our no spoiler. Um, I don't know. What, I'm already whatever sick it's of called. it. Yeah, <laughs> Nick's sick of it. We want to know what you think. Let us know if you've got any suggestions or anything. Um, otherwise, you can find us on social media on Instagram and Facebook at Watch It Again Podcast. Um, give us a like. Give us a little comment or Please. reply. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do give us, social give media. Give us a retweet. Um, give us a retweet. Yeah, we don't have Twitter. But, like, <laughs> but retweet you, us If anyway. you can find us on there. Just look up hashtag Watch It Again, whatever's there. Yeah. Retweet it. Just um, find me on Twitter. I dare you and just... Look at the majesticism. I don't think anyone knows your last That's what I'm going with. It. Yeah, that's on the show. Um, he said it one time too. And we call him by it, so. Yeah. Oh. Um, I, I got an email. It was like, <gasps> no, it's not an exciting email. It's oh. from a guy named James. He's definitely American by the way he's felt realised. But um, check out, rate this podcast. I want to get more. I designed this tool for podcasters and I want to get more podcasters on it. And I found you on Apple and um, 
I realize your time is valuable, but spare a moment and check it so, out. Shut so up, James. So this is a bot email. <laughs> so this is a bot email is what you're telling me. Yeah, and then, and then I, I looked at like... Say, shut up, James. <laughs> and then I looked at like the website and I was like, no. <laughs> no. So this, is, this looks like more effort than it's worth. <laughs> moral of the story, don't click on dodgy emails. I didn't click the link. I Googled what it was because I'm like, I'm not clicking on the link in the email, Yeah, but I will Google what it is and then find it. And then I was like, yeah. Eh. Anyway, um, give us a five star rating on whatever yeah, app yes. you're listening to us on, please. Or just like even a four star. Four, four star would like, do. We're modest. I mean. No, fucking five or nothing. Jesus. Okay, some of us are modest. <laughs> Jacob is not. If you can rate us all individually, that would also be yeah, like welcome. If, 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 if you think three of the four of us are great, you're like, Jacob's great, Kat's excellent, James, fantastic, Nick, <laughs> oh, bit average. Just round that up to four out of five and we'll take it. James is just like trying to get this so he's on the same amount of episodes as Nick. <laughs> That's it. I'm leaving. I'm joining Would I Watch It Again. <laughs> okay. It's the same, but they allow spoilers. Anyway. <laughs> I think it's just a guy. Like, oh, that's boring. Um, buddy. Cat, carry on the no wrapping up of this because this is the longest episode we've done in weeks. <laughs> anyway. Oh, his um, name's actually Matthew. His name's actually Matthew. Oh. Hi, Matthew. Fuck you. If you ever listen. I'm going to fight you, Matthew. You stole <laughs> our name. Um, as always. As always. I'm your host, Cat. I'm Jacob. I'm Nick. And I'm James. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>